Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. My name is Ann Ortley. I'm an astrologer here in New York City, sitting at the bright red desk on an absolutely beautiful Sunday morning. Today is March 8th, 2020, and this is our show for the week. Uh, big energies in the heavens right now, lots and lots of stuff. Today the moon is in Virgo, the sign of health and how we work with it, and also our habits, our routines, our rituals. It's forming a beautiful grand trine with the note of fate and Uranus. So we're going to be talking today about working with this energy and how to use it. It also has a kite uh, with lovely little... um, Mercury up there in Aquarius forming the apex of the kite. And technically, we'd like Mercury to be in Pisces, but it's going to station in the next couple days and go backwards, back through Pisces. Okay, So we have this energy of the moment as Mercury stands there, stopped at the top of the kite, inviting us to fly into our best ideas and make them come into form because of this grand trine in Earth. Of course, it's a fast grand trine. And tomorrow we're going to have a lovely full moon in Virgo, which takes us back to the new moon in September, on September 10th of 2018. And then last June, or last May, of May 10th of 2019. And now we're at the full moon phase saying, ah, look at look back, think about it. Think about last September of, September of 18. Think about last spring and now see the full moon kind of culminating the story. And we like these longer lunar cycles because they give us a vision. They give us time to work on projects. It's called lunar phase families. And basically the moon is at the same point and the sun kind of moves around and forms an aspect to the moon over a 10-month period, which we know is the human gestation period. So what have you been gestating and growing in your life? Because now in this full moon, it's time to send it out into the world. So the full moon degree tomorrow is um, chart in hand. Uh, the full moon degree tomorrow is 17, 19, I'm sorry, Virgo. And, of course, that's right near my son. So I know this is a big, juicy one for me. And I've been a bunch of stuff going out the door, getting off my desk, heading into the world. And the full moon takes place on Monday uh, afternoon, tomorrow at 1.47 p.m. So it's important to kind of pay attention to these bigger cycles as well as the smaller cycles. We go back two weeks to the new moon in Pisces uh, that began another story, and now we're at the full moon. So the moon tomorrow on uh, cast for the East Coast takes place on the day of the moon and the hour of Mercury. And, of course, we're looking at uh, the sun joining Neptune uh, Neptune, of course, so it's a Sun-Neptune, so it's really asking us, like, what what's the dream energy? And, of course, one of the things that happens sometimes when we're being asked what the dream energy is, we're looking at what the dream energy was and isn't anymore, or we're looking back at our earlier dreams and kind of thinking about them. And, of course, there's a lot of Neptune uh, in the sky because Neptune is moving into a configuration uh, to kind of encourage us and ask us to process and work together. And the sun, of course, is about to go rolling through a sextile to all those Capricorn planets. So take time today, tomorrow, to kind of think about your dreams, think about your life, think about the work you've done, Virgo, new moon, I'm sorry, Virgo, full moon, and where you've come from, uh, sun in Pisces, 
and what that dream has been, and now next, what is coming up. And I yesterday, I always kind of pay attention to the readings I have right before um, I, you know, do this podcast because they kind of speak to the story. Yesterday I had three people that were really, they'd kind of had a dream, they'd finished working on it, and they were kind of unhooked from it, or it was done, or they knew the, the old dream wasn't theirs anymore. And uh, one one gentleman I was talking to, he was like, well, you know, I know, you know, like I know to do the next dream, you know, I know I have to do, I have to work like 100 hours a week, you know, and I, I know I'm not hungry for it, I'm not hungry for it. And I'm like, well, you know, it doesn't really sound like you want to do it, you know, like, well, you know, like, and it was, it wasn't, I don't know that it was his dream. I think it might have been not his dream, but at the same time, he wasn't ready to say it wasn't his dream yet because he'd worked really hard, you know, and had gotten to this point and it was done on some level. So when he was saying what he would do, you know, and it, you know, he would get up in the morning and he'd walk the dog and he'd watch some TV for a couple hours and then maybe he'd work for a couple hours. I'm like, well, it doesn't sound like a fire in your belly, like that you want to do this. And he's like, no, I, I, I guess it doesn't. You know, and and so I think it's a really good time because the sun is in Pisces for another 12 days or so before we get to this spring equinox to really reflect back on earlier dreams, reflect back on the 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 concept of what your dream was and kind of where you've gotten, and then think about like what's next because with all this energy, there's a little bit of a fog, there's a little bit of a an unclarity, and of course, you know, in the news, we have a lot of unclarity, like where's the coronavirus, and with, is it going to get us, and are we going to die, or are we going to get cold, get a, get, you know, is it just going to be like a flu, right? Um, of course, I woke up this morning to hear Italy was shut down, there's 16 million people with coronavirus in Italy, um, I'm like, wow, the whole northern part of the country is shut, you know, they're canceling the Acela train here between New York and uh, Washington, D.C. Neptune's sun, you know. And I, and I will tell you, the paranoia should drop a little bit, right? Or there should be more clarity as the sun pulls away from Neptune. Uh, but it is definitely a time when um, if you're finding yourself a little paranoid or a little sad or a little depressed or a little Neptuned out, you know, wanting to do your food, wanting to do your alcohol, wanting to do your drugs. The Neptune energy is very powerful right now. And this new moon uh, is, or this full moon rather, is going to be a sun Neptune. So it also is looking at your dream and kind of understanding it in a bit of a stark contrast, in a bit of a, wow, I hadn't thought of it that way before. Um, because the Virgo energy is wanting to ground your kite, wanting to ground the energy and, and have you really think about, like, well, what actually are you trying to create, right? What, what is that dream that you're flying towards? And, it, it, you know, when we're at these turning points um, in our world, which we are with all these great cycles, ending old chapters, beginning new ones, and we're doing it the whole year, we're not done with the great cycles until we get to December 20th, and that means it just initiates, right? It means that this is a, a, even though last year had a lot of releasing, this year does too, because it's saying that's done, that's done, that's done, and I'm starting this new thing, but maybe I haven't quite finished the last thing, or maybe I've finished the last thing, but I'm still emotionally invested in it. I'm still 
feeling it. I'm still, you know, emotionally connected in it, right? And and it's honoring the left behind and the forward. So, you know, my dad, as most of you know, passed last year, and we had a memorial service for him in the fall when he died. But we didn't bury him yet because he's supposed to be buried up by my mom in uh, Rochester, where I grew up. And uh, I got a note from my stepsister yesterday about my stepmother saying, you know, she's really having a hard time uh, with dad being dog, missing him horribly. And uh, she moved to Vegas. She left Florida behind. And, um, you know, kind of just having trouble, right, and, and emotionally feeling bereft and, and had pneumonia a couple times, uh, which, of course, is the lungs. The lungs are the lungs rule grief. And, you know, but she wants to bury him before, you know, while she's still healthy and picking a date to go up to Rochester to put him in the ground. And, you know, and I was thinking back, you know, it's it's the years of, pro, you know, this processing energy, you know, like letting go and, and honoring and understanding grief is grief has phases. So if you're finding yourself a little grief stricken this week or a little unclear, a little anxious, a little you know, what direction am I heading in? Where am I going? You know, how am I going to get there? You know, how do I work with this? You know, it's a really good week to be really a little quiet and to kind of take advantage of nature and to take advantage of Neptune. You know, put on some music. Think about what your dreams are. Think about what your dreams were. Honor them. Bless them. Bury them. Say to your dream, gee, that was, you were a great dream. I really loved you, and now I'm. I know you're not my dream anymore. You know you were you were fun. You were interesting. I had a really good time, but you're not my dream anymore. So I have to I have to say goodbye to you, send you off in a kite, let you fly off, kind of like the balloons do. You know when you let the balloon go with the helium. I know it's bad for the birds. Don't I don't want any emails about balloons flying off and the birds eat them and that's bad. I know the I know the birds eat them. Um, but you know how the balloon kind of flies off and it goes away, and you're like, wow, that's that dream done. Now there's a new, but that means a new dream. It means you're not responsible for carrying the balloon around anymore. <laughs> the balloon has left you and gone off into the distance. And we're looking now, we're looking at what the new balloon is. What's the new dream? And I, I do encourage, I know I, I get a little kind of note from my, one of my friends going, so how paranoid are you about this coronavirus? I said, well, I know I don't die by, I know I don't die with pneumonia, so I'm good to go. Um, uh, yeah, so, <laughs> but it also, you know, a lot of people are really anxious about it, you know, and, uh, and it is a little scary. It is a little, you know, like, but it also causes you to think about what's important in your life, right? What's what's a value to you? Neptune always brings us back to what's the dream. And we all have Neptune somewhere in our chart. We all have this hook into the divine. We all have this hook into the hopes and dreams of ourselves and what's important to us. And as Mercury stops at one of its favorite degrees, 29, 28, uh, Aquarius, it's time for all of us to look at it, you know, and to think about the dream and then kind of look at the dream and say, oh, maybe not my dream anymore, you know, or that was a dream, but it's not a bad dream. It's just not happening now. Or it was a dream, but we're putting it away. And I know um, this week we're, we have a, a, an office and uh, my assistants, um, 
when I had gotten a Warren bumper sticker, we're both Warren women, Rachel, who's not here anymore, and, well, she's here, but she's not working for me anymore, and my assistant, Rose, I don't know what, I don't know what Kara, Kara, candidate Kara likes, but, um, but the, you know, Elizabeth Warren resigned, and her interview with Rachel Maddow um, resigned as a candidate for running for president. Elizabeth, uh, Rachel Maddow's interview with Elizabeth Warren, where she said, you know, all those pinky swears, and Elizabeth said, yeah. And Rachel said, you know, my friends are all really upset. And Rachel and Elizabeth said, well, you know, we didn't think we could have a Catholic president until we had one. And we didn't think we could have a black president until we had one. She said, so, you know, we didn't think there will be a woman president until we have one. Hang in there. Focus on the dream. Focus on the new dream. Focus on what the revised dream is. So if you found one of your dreams left this week, or you realize that the dream that you have been working on isn't your dream anymore, you know, or just remember it's that way until it isn't anymore. It's that way. And let that balloon go. Let that dream leave and give it permission to create space for the next dream, the next place of looking for the inspiration, the goal, the, the, uh, the moment. And as Mercury stations to go direct in Aquarius, he invites us to think higher and to think, okay, next, what's the next? And to watch where that disappointment is in your life or watch where the inspiration is because the disappointment happened, but now there's an inspiration kind of coming in behind it. And then as Mars zooms in over the next few weeks, he's going to be coming in and wrapping up stuff and, and letting it go and, more importantly, saying, okay, that's done, now let's start the new thing ready for the new thing. And with Venus and Uranus both aspecting the node of fate this this week, inviting in that new creative invitation, the new idea of where you want to go. So it's kind of a kind of an interesting week, you know, that Sun Neptune always makes us um feel a little bit uh sentimental. Um as we work with him. And then, remember, he's going to move forward. He's at 18. He's going to move forward, and he's going to sextile uh, Jupiter. He's going to sextile Pluto. He's going to sextile Saturn. And he's going to say to us, you know, remember back when, when I was in Capricorn in January, and I met up in December, I met up with these guys, and I said, okay, where are we going? And we're going forward. And, of course, Harry and Meghan, they quit in January. They're doing their last gig this week over in England. Uh, last official gig, and they're figuring out their plan because the plan was, you guys come back in March, we'll talk about it. Now we're back in March, they're talking about it. She looked stunning in her red dress. He looked very handsome in his red. I love him when he wears red, his red uniform. Um, I remember Harry and Meghan are kind of your your models too, saying, okay, new new cycle beginning, new energy of beginning. Right on time they showed up in the news. This is astrology pretty cool. So honor honor where you are, honor where you are. And honor that sun as it comes to gently sextile the Capricorn planets and to say to them, you know, you said you made this commitment, you made you had this understanding and now opening sextile, but at the same time the sun is meeting Neptune, so it's just a little sad, just a little melancholy, just a little and then into that melancholy comes the beauty of spring. Comes a beautiful sixty decay. 60-degree day here in New York, which invites us to look at the buds happening, look at the little blooms taking place. What's the new dream coming in? 
it's really an interesting juxtaposition of these these energies of leaving and these energies of new and these energies of okay and and if you'd find you're a little teary and you need a bit of time or you need a bit of I need a little extra hour of sleep because of course today was spring forward um just a little little yeah you know well yeah I'm kind of feeling kind of feeling it you know give that extra space to yourself um and honor honor that it you know a dream deserves a morning right you delete you a dream leaving or finishing deserves deserves a celebration if it's a celebration but it also deserves a moment of sadness if it needs a moment of sadness or a moment of goodbye or an opportunity to bury it you know like my my stepmother wants to bury my father um so yeah what's that what's that story look like for you and how how is it inviting you into its soul how is how is your soul inviting you to sit down with it and have a chat, have, have maybe a cry, maybe a you know little cup of tea with a cookie or something that you know kind of a, a connection on a deeper level. So forward into the week, uh, and uh, Heather, Mark, and I, in we've you know not a lot of coronavirus here in New York, and we're gonna br- I'm gonna bring wipes. <laughs> I've got Purell and wipes even though they're selling at $80 here. Some stores in New York are selling a bottle of Purell for 80 I'm going to bring it to TRS, although it's a pretty clean space, so I don't think we're going to get the coronavirus. And next weekend, Heather flies in on Wednesday. We're doing that, uh, working with your charts, diving into the charts, working with harmonics. We're going to be doing that up here in New York, uh, TRS, Saturday, Sunday. Um, and you're welcome to attend. You also are welcome if you'd like. We do record it, and you want to buy a copy of the tapes. A couple people who usually come are going to be out of town and asked if they could buy tapes, and we were like, yeah, I think so. Um, obviously not of the individual work, but of the work that we do in the lecture. So sign up. It's on my website. It's also on um, Access Astrology 2020. That's the link that it's under. Access Astrology 2020 on eventzilla.net. So sign up. Come up and work on your new dream. It's a beautiful weekend. We pick, we always pick a really good weekend for these workshops. So uh, space is available. Um, and we're going to look at the moons now for March, the beautiful, lovely month of March. Uh, as I mentioned, we're in the Virgo moon today, and we're going to have the full moon tomorrow uh, at 1.48 p.m. And then it goes void on the 10th, on Tuesday the 10th, at 4.32 a.m., and then uh, bright and early, it's going into uh, Libra at 6.03. Moon in Virgo goes void with a lovely trine to Saturn. So there's a big old grand trine in Earth today, tomorrow, and bright and early Tuesday morning. I'm going to be up Tuesday morning at 4.30 in the morning. Then the moon goes into Libra on Tuesday, and it's in Libra Tuesday, Wednesday, going void at 4.12 in the morning on uh, Thursday the 12th, and that is Moon in Libra goes void with a square to Saturn. So that's letting go, not doing things, not following up on stuff, releasing things. Then bright and early, uh, the Moon on the 12th goes into Scorpio. So Monday, you know, so Tuesday, Wednesday are let go days. You're done. You're finished. You're over. Uh, th- Thursday morning at 5:28 a.m. These are all Eastern times. The moon goes into Scorpio. It's in Scorpio Thursday, Friday, Saturday going void at 6.06 a.m. with a sextile to Saturn. So that's a good working aspect. 
And then bright and early Saturday morning at 7.09 a.m., the moon goes into Sagittarius. It's in Sagittarius the 14th, the 15th, the 16th, going void at 3.42, and it goes void with a lovely trine. Uh, it's, I'm sorry, it goes void at 5.34. The moon in Sagittarius goes void with square to the sun in Pisces. Um, so Sagittarius, of course, is a light, nice teaching, learning, structured, understanding moon and, and vo going void um, with a square to the sun in Pisces kind of gives us a, a new opportunity for how to work with things. Busy days this week. <clears throat> Monday is a lot of energy around seeing things because of the full moon. The, um, the Libra moon is a little tougher uh, that's the Tuesday-Wednesday moon, we have a lot of inconjuncts because the moon in Libra is going to be inconjunct Uranus and Venus, and then it's going to be square Mars and square Jupiter and square Pluto and square Saturn. You know, So it's kind of a crabby moon. The Libra moon is a little crabby midweek. Then the Scorpio moon is really easy flowing. That's, uh, that is... Um, uh, Thursday, Friday, so that's nice and kind of a pleasant day. And then Saturday and Sunday is good. Lots, lots to do on those days. And then the Sagittarius moon is on. Uh, it leaves on Monday with a square, and then at 5:34 on Monday morning, the 16th, it goes into. Me, at 12:50, 12:25 p.m. on Monday, it goes into Capricorn, and it's in Capricorn Monday, Tuesday. Um, with a nice going void of a, sec a conjunction to Saturn. So departing energy Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, uh, working structural energy, and Monday, of course, is very creative. So it's an interesting week. Stress days are really definitely Tuesday, Wednesday, that Libra moon. Um, and the other days are kind of busy. You know, when the moon is in Earth, it's going this today, tomorrow, it's going to be aspecting all those Capricorn planets forming a grand trine. And then when it's arguing with them, remember the moon as it goes, it holds how we're carrying our emotions. So as it goes and it does this, makes these aspects, because there's so many planets in a big clump, it really makes us feel it uh, on a deeper level, right? We're really feeling that argument in our soul. So just kind of know, uh, and again, with the Sun-Neptune, last week was the parallel, so this week it's it's uh, moving forward. But that Sun in Pisces this week is water, and it's going to come to sextile Saturn. So it's, it's going to encourage you to mourn the dream that we're letting go of or we've been releasing, you know, all uh, the pinky swears that Elizabeth Warren did and my assistants being a little, um, you know, Warren supporters. And, and a lot of people, a lot of women, myself included, um, you know, if Elizabeth Warren was a guy, you know, you hate to say it that way, but having been in the world for a long time, um, yeah, uh, you know, someday we'll get there. Um, I have hope. So that's also Sun Neptune, have hope have hope about um, how we how we do it. You know, she had a plan. We all have a plan, right? It's part of our part of our journey. Um, <clears throat> so this week, Sun in Pisces going from 18 Pisces to 27. And a couple people asked me about this. When I read these degrees, and I have an article on my website called the Pinball Machine, Pinball Approach to Astrology. When a planet goes through a degree, if you have that degree in your chart, it aspects it, right? So this week, for example, the sun is going from 18 to 27. 
Uh, so it's in Pisces. And I have in my sky, I have Jupiter at 20. I have Pluto at 24. I have Saturn at 28 in the sky. And so Venus, the sun is going to aspect Jupiter. And it's going to aspect Jupiter on March 9th. And then it's going to aspect Pluto on March 14th. And then it's going to aspect Saturn next week on um, Monday, the 18th. And it's going to form a sextile with those. As he, as he moves, the sun moves along, he dances with the planets. So when I give those degrees out, look in your chart. Anything that has the degree sign that looks like the oven temperature, you know, if you think of it, if you cook, that little degree sign behind it, anything that is between 18 and 27, the sun is going to talk to this week. In the sky, it's going to talk to in your chart. And that's why I give the degrees, so you can watch the sun like a little pinball machine set off your chart and say, oh, pay attention. Now, the sun is in dreamy, perhaps a little sad, perhaps a little teary, uh, Pisces, right? And he's going into the um, he's going into the Scorpio part of Pisces because uh, we divide each sign into three parts. So he's in Pisces, Pisces, which this week he was in Pisces, Cancer. Now next week he's going to be in Pisces, Scorpio. So he's going to be a little more intense, a little more passionate sun. And then he's going to work with <clears throat> all those Capricorn planets that are in the Capricorn Virgo section. So we're going to have kind of a Scorpio-Virgo blend of the energy. Oh, I know, a bunch of you just freaked out. <laughs> we divide each sign into decants, right? So the first 10 degrees of a sign are the sign perfect in itself, you know, Scorpio, Scorpio. The next 10 degrees uh, from 10 to 20 is the next sign in, that, in, in the element, which would be Pisces, Scorpio, Pisces. And then we go to the next one, which would be from 20 to 30 would be Scorpio Cancer. So in this case, Pisces, the sun in Pisces, was in Pisces, Pisces section, right? And then the last 10 degrees, last week, it was in Pisces Cancer, right? So it was very sensitive. Now, when we go this week, when it gets to 20, which is on the 9th, it's going to go into Pisces Scorpio. So it's going to be a little more intense, a little more passionate as it rolls around, as it rolls around in the elements. So we're adding a Scorpio-Virgo flavor to the heavens this week from the sun dancing with Saturn and all the other Capricorn planets. So the sun this week has a semi-square to uh, Mars, or semi-square to Uranus and, and a little maybe argument about partners on the 8th. And then it is reminding us of our wound and how we're wounded on the 9th. And then it has, you know, pick yourself up, you're going to be okay. It has a sextile to Jupiter on the 11th. And a little bit of crabby cranky, because he's talking to Eris on the 13th. And then a sextile to Pluto on the 14th. And then a parallel to Eris on the 15th, another bit of cranky crabby. And then a sextile to Sedna on the 17th, which is a little emotional. And then next week it'll be a sextile to Saturn. So moon, the sun in Pisces, as he moves forward and works with these Capricorn planets, takes us back to that Capricorn energy when Harry and Meghan quit in, in their world. You know, there was all a little brouhaha over there in England. And in our own world, takes us back to that January, early January time, when the sun rolled through these planets and said, we're starting a new journey, folks. Mercury this week stations direct. 
on the 9th at 28 Aquarius, and then he goes forward. Now remember, he's going to go back through all those Pisces planets that he's been through twice already, right? So you're going to be really feeling a little emotional once he dives back into Pisces, which happens on the 16th. Um, and, and remember, part of we have to kind of think about Mercury as our mind and our emotions and our feelings. When he's clear, he's very, very clear. When he's in Pisces, he's either a little depressed or he's working on the dream, right? And he's trying to clarify what that dream is and how we get there. And then when he goes into Aries, which is shortly after this Pisces patch coming ahead, we go, oh, okay, finally he's in Aries. Finally he's in Aries. But right now we're still kind of wiggling around in the dream energy and in looking at the past and figuring out the future and not clear yet where we're going. Mercury and Pisces is not clear. He's surfaced out of the air, kind of popped up back in the air, got his head out, rolling. Uh, Venus this week, as we mentioned, meets Uranus on the 8th, forming a grand trine uh, in Earth as she then moves forward. She's not, she's early. She's only rolling between 3 and 6 this week, but she's next week, two weeks from now, she's going to be talking to all those cappy planets. But this week she meets the nodes of fate on the 9th, so watch who you meet on the 9th, because Mercury stations and Venus meets the nodes. Mars squares Juno on the 13th, good day to end a partnership, end a relationship, let it go, because Mars sextiles Neptune the next day on the 14th and says, this isn't my dream, I have to now go find my dream. So there'll be a lot of breakups this week. One of those weeks in the news where this one's getting divorced, that one's getting divorced, because Mars is squaring Juno and saying, ending that partnership, or maybe not ending it, but maybe just changing how it works. Uh, Jupiter is parallel series on the 11th, inviting you to be creative Chiron squares the nodes of fate on the 13th when Mars squares Juno. So part of our, you know, part of what happens when we meet partners, we think they're our soulmate, and we go, wow, I think you're my soulmate. And then when Chiron comes, when as Mars squares the node and Chiron squares the node, on some level we know this isn't our mate, even though we might love them and they might be perfect in many, many ways, but they're not where we're supposed to spend our time. This is when the universe is going to be whispering in your ear and saying, are you supposed to be here? Maybe you're supposed to be somewhere else. So listen to that whisper. Listen to that whisper. There are some health aspects on the 8th. So um, on the 8th and the 15th. So kind of watch those. Uh, the coronavirus will continue to uh, spread, as I said in the podcast last week. I think we really get it. You kind of should should start to calm down a little bit. They're going to be back with a vengeance come the, come the summer. And Athena this week is in an aspect with the, new, the node on the 13th. So you might not like what you're seeing. You might not like how you're understanding what's going on. But Athena is also in a um, uh, quintichili with the north node. And sometimes it's important to see it and it's to and to figure out how you want to partner, you know. So with Mercury still in his retrograde, right? He still wants to show us stuff. <laughs> I know we we all this has been a kind of a difficult retrograde, but there is a lovely uh there's a lovely um mystic rectangle on the full moon that invites us to kind of work with our dreams in a new way and to kind of listen to the pull, the call, the invitation. Um so, you know, I encourage you to listen to the pull, the call, the invitation that your heart's giving. Be a little gentle with yourself this week. Be a little gentle. Uh, it might be might be good for a little extra, little extra time under a tree somewhere or sitting on a rock or just sitting outside and looking at the flowers bloom. 
and kind of thinking about thinking about your life. That song I've been lately thinking about my lifetime. You know, play it. You know that John Denver song. That's that's kind of your theme song for the week. All the things I've done and where I've been. You know, go listen to that. I've been lately thinking about my lifetime. I know I just gave you an earworm. Have a great day. Happy week. Happy March 9th. Uh, and talk to you all next week. Bye.